guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello, Oxford Holy Club. Welcome to episode 140 entitled Dogs, Moosin, and Advice. If you're wondering about that Moosin thing, just hang tight. We're going to address it in just a minute. Uh, good or we're not. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Let's start with Lucas. Lucas, how are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Oh, fantastic. Uh, joined, obviously, by Lucas, our other host, and the third host, hostess with the mostest. We got Andrew Beck with. Hey, Andrew, how are you tonight, my man? Good, 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 good. I uh, I prepped people when I when I shared this on Facebook. I prepped them for the energy that you were bringing. Um, <laughs> so you better you better bring it tonight, my man. All eyes. Uh, I'm going to shut down too much pressure. All eyes are on you. Oh, no. Well, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club podcast. And I'm not going to belabor the points here. However, I do want to ask you um, if you could click, you know, the like and share the subscribe, all those things so that you get notified when we go live. If you've been enjoying uh, and watching or listening with us for the last 140 episodes, but haven't done those things, now is the time. Surely to goodness, if you've been with us that long, we've proven that we're trustworthy and you can click that. You can click those buttons as well. And we'd really appreciate that. If you want to find out more about us, there's a website, oxfordholyclub.com. You can go there, check things out. There's some merchandise and different things, but that's there for you whenever you'd like to check it out. All right, gentlemen, I have one thing I want to try quickly before we get really into the episode. I've heard uh, from different people wondering, you know, what is the setup for the podcast look like? Different things like that. How do you do it? And blah, 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 whatever. And when two, th- when two things align, um, you just got to go with it. The other thing that for our church that we're trying is we're about to use iPhones as multiple cameras um, f- through something called NDI. So like you send your video signal through your network to the computer, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you can look on your screens on Facebook if you guys are watching in just a second. I have a camera set up behind me uh, that is running just through the network so that you can see what it looks like to be me. Uh, and this is... Um this is it. This a lot is of plants. More plants than I thought there'd be, to you, be honest. I, I brought the plants out for just for this shot. Um, <laughs> okay. No, not really. Not really. Anyway, um, it's funny. Someone was just in my office, and they've watched the podcast before, and they'd never been in the office, and they go, huh, looks bigger online. <laughs> I'm not really sure what to do with that information. Thanks. Thanks but, for that. But uh, if you're watching it, you're right. It does. Anywho, all right, well, we are going to... Can I play just a quick uh, 10-second game? I believe that your office is quite on point and looks pretty snazzy, except for one thing. Andrew, do you have an idea what that one thing that needs to be changed in his office is? I'm bringing bringing the graphic back. Oh, that's not a graphic. It's live. It's delayed. I have to get the... um, I I have to get the the phones hardwired through Ethernet. we don't have a 5G network. It's all 2.4 here, so it's a little slow. But the, the graphics up, Andrew. Okay, let's see. Uh, I still don't see it yet. It was actually in the original picture, not the not the other one. This it's is in what we look at every week. Oh, really? The yeah. One that you look at. Every What's the one thing he really needs to upgrade? I mean, it's from I the think. 80s. Is it the couch? It's the couch. Yeah, you gotta you gotta do something with that couch, man. Like, you gotta. Uh, and listen. I'm, I'm sure it's a fine couch, but everything else is like 
like mwah, like top notch. Mm-hmm. You just got to upgrade the couch somehow. I don't know how you do it. Maybe do a fundraiser. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Okay. Thank you for committing to helping. Uh, you all heard it here tonight. Lucas is on the couch committee. Uh, looking- I'll be the change I want to see in the world. That's right. If you Don't complain if you don't have a plan. So why don't we, speaking of uh, changes and plans and all that kind of stuff, why don't we toss to Andrew and the tiebreaker? Tiebreaker. All right. We're going to read you a uh, problem, uh, issue, uh, disagreement, uh, quandary. And uh, we're going to uh, basically be judges super qualified <laughs> judges and we're going to talk this out we're going to wrap that. through this and uh we're going to come to a final decision on this issue and side with uh one of the individuals uh we welcome tiebreakers too if you want to send in a tiebreaker of your own you can visit the website oxfordholyclub.com and there's an option there for you to send it in and it can be anonymous uh if you want it to be and uh or you can put yourself right out there What? Sorry, I was getting a message saying that there was an issue, uh, but I don't think there was, and I think we're fine. <laughs> I got a message from Tiffany that there was an issue. Did you? Well, what was our issue, fellas? Whenever you're switching cameras, I guess it got really choppy. Okay. You know what? I bet because it's that whole NDI thing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> f- sorry, folks. Good grief. Well, hey, listen, live and learn. That's weird. Shouldn't have been. All right, so we got a tiebreaker. Right. Go ahead, Andrew. Take us through. Is it over? This is from Jean. This is Jean, and she says, My son Jude and I adopted a wonderful Shiba Inu, which is obviously an animal <laughs> that I know about, uh, <laughs> named Sky 10 years ago. Sky is wonderful and sassy with eyes that always make it clear that she's mildly disappointed in you. Although I think it's weird, I refer to myself as Sky's mom when scheduling visits to the vet, grooming, and so forth. It's convenient, and I like it better than saying I'm Sky's owner. However, I recently learned that Jude calls himself Sky's dad. First, mm. that family tree makes no sense. Second, as Jude provides lots of fun playtime for Sky but zero financial support, Jude seems more like a brother than a dad. Please order Jude to stop referring to himself as Sky's dad. Oh, brother. Okay. This one hits home for me because um, I'm pretty sure, and I can see what Lucas is going to say because he wrote it down to make sure that he <laughs> hit it. But uh, so I say this knowing that I'm about to receive full judgment from Lucas. Um, I've, I was never into the whole like my my dogs growing up are like my brothers or sisters. I don't give them last names. You know, like we have a cat right now. Who's your last name? His last name is Siliker. No. Well, no, I know my last name, (laughs) but, but my mom, I'm pretty sure my mom does this. And mom, if you're on, you can confirm. I'm not going to throw you under the bus any more than that. uh, Other than to say, well, that I'm pretty sure mom does this. Um, kind of personifies the animal and brings it under the the family name and and you know uh, has it, the dog has the covering now of the silica name and <laughs> and good. the benefits He's therein. 
Yeah, we're we're kin. Now I don't know how far that goes. Like I don't know if the dog is willed into anything or <laughs> like stuff like that. But th- this is something that I've heard growing up. You know, um, been I've, I've been referred to as like the your, the brother or whatever. But it's but okay. But listen. <laughs> but listen. Listen. Okay. Listen. Just stop talking. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Shush. Um. I don't know what I was going to say. Uh, It's back to this, back to this person's problem. The first thing is there's just a misunderstanding here of, of the lineage, right? Because if the son is saying it's the dad, but the mom is saying she's the mom of the dog, we've got a There's clearly a communication problem here. And someone has some entitlement issues. I suggest it's the son. Um, Gentlemen, Please, someone say something else. I'm gonna go first because Lucas is look, Lucas is dying to unleash, so we're gonna leave him to last. <laughs> Good idea. I can get um, soothe. I don't have strong opinions about whether someone calls their dog their child or me neither. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't really matter to me a whole lot. Um, but I do think that. The mom calling the dog their child, and and the son calling it the child, whatever. At it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's neither of their child, so who cares if they're both its parent? Like it ultimately doesn't really matter to me. Okay. Hmm? <laughs> okay. Okay. Go ahead, Lucas. All right, Lucas. All right. So I have some thoughts. Put the hammer down. Um, <clears throat> well, except you kind of ruined it because you're like, my mom does this. Tread carefully. <laughs> um, I struggle with people who are too into their pets. And and I mean, not too into their pets as in like, you know, they take them on walks every day or whatever. I mean, that's kind of par for the course. But when you're when you're blurring that line, like, so here's the thing. I, you know, when, when somebody doesn't have children, and calls their dog like their their son or daughter. That bothers me deep, deep down. Um, and well, well, let's get to the heart uh, of the, that. The, let's get the term we... fur baby, for oh, example. Oh no! Did, does your mom call her dog that, and you're the skin baby? Like, how does oh, that work? Word. Like, like so, like so, your mom doesn't call them as fur baby. Are these Lucas? This is not a goof. You never heard fur baby before? This is not a goof, right? Like th- these are legitimate terms you have heard people refer to their children oh, and or animals I've heard to. Multiple people like, "Oh, my little fur baby." I was like, I've heard fur baby." Oh, I talk about word. a food Any- a food baby, but that's something totally different. You never heard of fur baby. Anyway, yeah, it, it's out there. It's not great. Um, but here's the problem. So if it's, if it's one thing, it bothers me, but if they don't have kids, I'm like, well, they don't really know what they're referring to. Like they don't get it. So it's the closest relationship they can think of, but they've never experienced like actual parenthood. It kind of cheapens the whole having your own kid. If people are like, well, my baby's a fur baby. It's basically the same. Um, that whole thing, but she has a child. She has a kid. So she's like, it's my fur baby. And then here's my human baby. Like you guys are basically the same. And she's like, I don't like that. He's, he's more of the brother than the dad. I'm like, you're no like that. No, that's not how it works. Like it's an animal. And I know you don't like to say that you own it, but you do. And and it's not (laughs) your child. Okay. So just like, 
Anyway, I, I got to slow down for it. <laughs> no, no, no. Go, go, go. I don't get, we just lost half of our viewers. It's, it's a safe space. <laughs> Sa- listen, They went to space. go spend time with their fur babies. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> their fur babies. <laughs> They're, everyone's like, turn turn the speakers down. They can, The dogs can hear. <laughs> We're going to get some kind of a hate speech flag. Oh, uh, yeah. So anyway, I think and I think pets are great. I grew up with dogs like my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're great companions. They're smart. Remember, I, I would sacrifice a human life to save all dogs. We, yeah. we've, that was from a couple of weeks ago, right? Uh, no, I, you, I, I know you didn't. People. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did. Right. Yeah. Uh, originally, I didn't, but I, then I decided to. There's some inconsistencies. Um, so yeah. I, see the, I see the value of dogs. It just when people are putting, you know, it's the opposite of putting first things first. Um, so I try not to come down too hard. Like I don't, if someone does it to me in person, I'm not like rolling my eyes or scoffing at them because I don't know what their life is like. Maybe this is like the best thing happening in their life. So I don't want to like <laughs> be mean to them about it. Like, I don't know. Uh, now if one of you guys did that, I'd probably, I would scoff at it. And, you know, cause I know you have like full rich lives and your, your dogs are not your whole life or your cats or whatever. So I feel like I can back it up a little bit. There. Oh, the cat! Yeah, my cat my is barely involved in my life. It's very much on the periphery, and it usually it's, well, that's a cat, and that's and that's perfect. That that fits. <laughs> You're happy with the the nature of the relationship. Very much so. In fact, uh, yes, I'm quite happy. We it's amicable. We can continue. <laughs> it's, it's amicable. All right. See, so I think a cat would be more my speed. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, you're definitely an indoor cat. I mean, if there was a personality type. You, mm-hmm. sir, are the indoor cat. So, yep. you know, mixing my metaphors, but birds of a feather uh, and all that. <laughs> Cats, all right, of all right, all right. Cats of we a need club. To, you need to choose a side. Uh, uh, I'm uh, choosing to go with Jude <laughs> purely because I just think it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, she seems pretty self-righteous about it. Jude just seems to be doing what a kid does, so I'm going with Jude. Yeah, I, Just to make what's-her-face mad. I have to agree. Her name's Jean. I, I, I have Jean. to agree that we've got to go with Jude on this because he's a kid. Yeah. And and she's the parent who is making something out of nothing. Mm-hmm. Like she's feeling threatened by her son, by her son's relationship with the dog. And listen, hold on, hold on. What our children, gentlemen, will remember is not the money we spent, but the time we spent with them. <laughs> and, and this dog... Skippy is not going to remember the the vet okay. bills that of got course. paid by Gene. It's going to remember the time spent with Jude. Mm. And a good dad spends the time. <laughs> I think that this woman is like, he says he's the dad. That's stupid. It's stupid for that because it's shining a light on the stupid thing that she's doing. And she's like, no, it's dumb when you do it. But when I do it, it makes total sense. <laughs> That's my thoughts. All right. So have we finally like solved something? So yeah. we're, we're yeah. going with Jude. Car- carry mm-hmm. on our because we're dunking hey, on Gene so much. Hey, yeah, it's it's fifty percent Gene Duncan as opposed to Jude supporting. Oh, yeah. good grief! All right, well, gentlemen, uh, I'm normally I save my PowerPoint games for uh, close to the end, but there's a new segment that Lucas is bringing to us in a little bit after the smorp that you're going to want to stick around for. Uh, so we're going to do one right now. I'll see if I can get the graphic up on the screen nice and easily. Uh, it's never easy when it comes to PowerPoint. I'm a for, or, um, pro presenter. So what we got to do here, folks, is we got to share the screen. And then we we share the screen. And then we do this. And I, I'm sorry. I, I'm just saying. I'm not even saying what I'm doing. I'm just 
doing what I'm saying. Doing what you're saying. Yeah. All right. So we're going to play a game, guys, called Moose, Meese, or Moosin. Now, the hard thing is I went through some of, I, I went through all of the, the words we're going to go through, and I had a hard time pronouncing some of them. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But here's the rules. It's pretty simple, and it's a competition as everything is with us. The rules are we'll show you a word, and you have to correctly identify the plural form of that word. Uh, let's see here. All right. Andrew and... Andrew, were you in French immersion or English core? I was English core. I thought so. I was French immersion. So I, I'm at a bit of a detriment here, but I'll do my best. You think? And I speak Spanish more than any of that. Not really. Uh, all right. So uh, here's the way it's going to go. I'm going to do my best to look for your hands. The hand that goes up gets the answer first. All right. Here we go, gentlemen. First one. For example. Oh, well, this is the ex- por example. Uh Moose. So is it moose, meese, or moosin? Andrew. Moose. This counts. Oh, Lucas is actually putting the hand up icon. This counts. All right. Oh, we should do the hand up icon. Where is that? So the answer was moose. You now understand the game. No points are given for that. Counts. That counts. Are we doing so? Are you going to do the hand up icon or hand up? No, I'd much rather an actual physical hand up. I won't see the icon. Yeah, it's probably easier. All right. So, gentlemen. Here's your word, and and don't put your hand up until I've said it all together. All right. I promise I won't. All right. Round one is beef. Is it beef, beeves, or beefs? Andrew. Beef. Andrew's going with beef. Lucas? I would have also gone with beef, but I guess beefs. <laughs> beefs? Beefs. Beefs? Beefs? Oh, man. Beefs? Uh, uh, all right. <laughs> All right, round two. This is going to be rough. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm going to have to move this uh, for the people at home. Here we go. Lasagna. Is it lasagna? Lasanas. <laughs> Lasanes. <laughs> and please, Andrew. Lasagnes. Lasagna. I'm going to go with the, the last one. Okay. You, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with. Uh, lasagna, the first one. The first one, and the answer is lasagna, the first one. Uh, is that lasagna, though? That's how you spell lasagna. Isn't it? But with an E. That's the plural, apparently. Lasagna. Uh, Thank you, French immersion. Oh, my goodness, it's paying off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Round, th- oh, boy. Round three. <laughs> Focus. You can't, you can't put your hand up Put yet. your hand down. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Focus. I just had to say the word. F- Foki. Foki. <laughs> Andrew. Foki. Ah! Andrew's going Foki. So, Lucas, what are you choosing? Uh, Foci, I guess. I would have gone with Foki. Uh, and the answer is Foki. Andrew ties it up. What a burn burner. All right. Round four. Formula. Is it formulon, formulae, or formulas? Isn't there, there aren't the formula near the nuclear zone? Oh, you're hilarious. <laughs> formula. You wasted your opportunity to get a point by that one. I hope that Tweety Bird Formulas, dance was worth it. The third one. So, all right. Andrew, what did you take? Formulae. He took middle. Middle, and you went I third. Took- and the answer, of course, we all know is formulae. Yeah, we did know that. We one. all knew that one. Andrew was. Even an old French immersion kid like me knows that <laughs> Stop. one. Stop. Stop. 
here, make oh. everybody pity you. I need to move this up a little I bit. Speak, I speak two languages. Me, dumb, dumb. <laughs> okay, here I we go. I speak poorly. This one I'm a little scared of. Uh, Sphinx. <clears throat> Get a tr- Be careful. Sphinx. Sphinxes. <laughs> Sphinxed. <laughs> I think Lucas might have got up on this one. I'm going to go middle. Sphinxes. <laughs> oh, man, I was going to do that. All right, I go... Uh, the first one. How would you pronounce that? Fingers. 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 Don't go extinct. Oh, you're hilarious. And it is correct, Andrew. Way to go. Thanks for picking the answer, Lucas. Blowing me out of the water. Oh, my goodness. All right, here we go. Uh, round six, biceps. Is it, I don't know, b- bicepsipedes. <laughs> um, bicepses or biceps. Andrew. Biceps. Number three? Yeah. Because frankly, they all look the same to me. Uh, Lucas, uh, middle, middle, I guess. I would have gone with the third as well. And Lucas gets the point. Oh. Oh. Bicepses. Oh. Would y'all pronounce that bicepses? Yeah, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Niece and nephew. Is it niece Nibblings? Or nephesis? <laughs> Wait, I'll, I'll let him take the first crack at this one. Yeah, okay. Do you know- I know what I want it to be. I know what I badly want it to be. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say nibblings. Okay. <laughs> I desperately want it to be. Can we shut off the game and pretend that's what it is? Uh, Nephesius. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure he was one of the bad guys in Stargate. Um, and the answer is nibblings. <gasps> nibblings. We live in a oh, very baby. magical world. That is worth losing this game if I can call my nieces and nephews nibblings from now on. I got to write that down. Oh, nibblings. <laughs> All right. Octopus. Is it Octopedes? Ah, wait. I lost o- my earbud. Octopi or octopus? Uh, Andrew. Octopi. <sighs> All right, Lucas. Yeah, it's Octopi. It's Octopi. Well, you can't choose the same one as him, so what are you choosing? Oh, I I, I abstain. That's how much I, I know I lost it. I, <laughs> I hope it's another it. one. It is another one. It's <laughs> Octopi- Octopedes. <laughs> That's worth it. I'm really going to have to see a dictionary for this one. Buddy, aren't you a teacher? Um, all right. <laughs> I don't like peanut principal. butter octopi. Here we go. Right. <laughs> Prius. Is it? Priuses, Priapides, Pri. Uh, I'm, I'll shoot. I looked away. Honor system, guys. I think it was Lucas. Which one was it? I think I think it was. I'm going to go with Pri. Okay, you're going with Pri. I'm guessing. Uh, Priuses. Priuses. The answer is Pri. Congratulations, yes. Lucas. It's always the dumbest one. <laughs> oh, that's the real quick rule of thumb. Always the dumbest one. Always the dumbest one. Here we go. Last round. Hippopotamus. Is it hippopotami? Hippopotamides, hippopotamides, or hippopotamuses, uh, Andrew. Hippopotami. The first one? Hippopotami. I'm going, oh, wait, that's what he went Yeah, with. I'm saying the first one. Okay. Oh, I'll go with the last one then, I guess. The answer is hippopotami. Yeah, hippopotami. We all know hippopotamuses is, is in the song. Yes, but it is hippopotami. All right. Let us, well. Nine K. And Andrew takes it six, three. Six, three. 
<laughs> Thanks to my abstain, my abstention. But guys, we've all got nibblings. Like we can all have that forever now. That's amazing. Uh, let's see here. How do I get my Zoom call back up, fellas? Where'd you go? It's really important to me that I won that. I, I have, I have lost the zoo. There they are. <laughs> Welcome back, fellas. All right. Good to be back. Uh, well, that was Moose Meese or Moosin. So uh, let's see. Come back next week, and we'll see what other kind of word games I can get you guys doing. Good. I'm all done, Lucas. All right. So coming up. Oh, sorry. I said I'm all done, Lucas. Oh, you said you're all done? Oh. I thought I said I'm not done because I started it. All right, SMORP. So we're talking about SMORP, which stands for Scripture, Message, Obedience, Repentance, and Prayer. Uh, we're SMORPing our way through Hebrews uh, 2, 1 to 4. I'm always very excited when it's not a 20-verse uh, passage. Okay, I get it. Uh So here we go. Warning against neglecting salvation. Therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. For since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution, how shall we escape if we neglect such great salvation? Uh, It was declared at first by the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard. While God also bore witness by signs and wonders and various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. All right. Do you, so, it, it's short. Do, can you give me one more read? I'll give another pass through. All right. Therefore, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. For since the message declared by angels proved to be reliable and every transgression or disobedience received a just retribution, How shall we escape if we neglect such a great salvation? Uh, It was declared at first by the Lord, and it was attested to us by those who heard. While God also bore witness by signs and wonders and various miracles and by gifts of the Holy Spirit distributed according to his will. Thanks, man. I was waiting for you to ask me to read it a third time. No, I was going to try to get 20 verses out of you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. So, scripture, what words, phrases, or observations in this passage stand out to you? What does the scripture tell me about the nature and work of God? Uh, for me, I'll just go uh, with uh, lest we drift away from it, mm. which, of course, is uh, prefaced with pay much closer attention to what we have heard. Mm-hmm. I, for me, I'm on the same page as you, Andrew. Uh, uh, we must pay closer attention. I, I uh, that that was the phrase to what we've heard, lest we drift away. And I thought it was interesting that um, the other part for me with that was the message declared by angels proved to be. It's hard for me to just pick two like two words. Proved to be reliable. Um, pay closer attention to what we've heard and reliable. Um, those were a couple of the phrases that stood out to me. Uh, yeah, for me, I would also have to piggyback on Andrew's and somewhat yours, which is just lest we drift. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Uh, message. What do you sense the Lord is saying to you in this reading? Is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or promise? Do you have a question for God? Hmm. I, all right. Well, Andrew, do you want to go? Do you want to go? You took the lead last time. Sure. <clears throat> I would just say uh, what immediately comes to mind for me 
is don't take this for granted. Um, you know, it's so easy to get comfortable and lose focus. And I mean, this is acknowledging, you know, that this is a problem, you know, it it wouldn't be in here if it wasn't a problem, right. You know, lest we drift away from it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, we're all guilty of it at some point in our life, um, of, you know, not paying closer attention to what we've heard and, and, and kind of, um, losing that, uh, connection. And, and I mean, this is just, it's just a good reminder. I mean, it's, I mean, that's simple at its core in terms of what I'm pulling from it, but it's a, it's a good reminder. Like I said, the fact that it's in here, you know, it shows us that it, it is a common problem. You know, it's not just something that one of us struggles with, you know, it was important enough to put in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think, uh, you know, that's basically it, you know, just a reminder of, of how easy it is to kind of get comfortable and, and lose that focus. And to your point, I think what's interesting is, you know, I'm hearing the same thing that you're hearing, Andrew. Um, the salvation that we received, it's it's reliable. And the message of it was, you know, it was given by angels. The Lord himself, you know, came and preached and told this. He, he told it to people that would listen. Um, signs and wonders came, like Jesus came and did miracles on earth you know, like dead people back to life, people that were sick, healed, all this different stuff. And then gifts were given out to people, like people actually were transformed from who they had been into what God created them to be and and all this, and yet we can still drift. There's all this evidence and all these miraculous works and signs and, and all that. And I don't know about you guys, but I know for me, there's been stuff that's that's in my life that I cannot deny where God has moved in miraculous ways and done things that I cannot deny. And yet there's still, if, if I'm not careful, I can drift and I start to doubt and wonder, Hey, what, you know, what was that all about? And, you know, I was reading this and I thought of Peter who was with Jesus and yet still denied him. It wasn't even, it wasn't even that he drifted, like he straight up denied even, Uh you know, so, and if he was with Jesus, how much easier is it for us you know, 2000 years further down the road. Uh, so all like, it's just so much, it's so important that we pay attention, uh, to where we're at. And, you know, at, at the end of our life, we're going to give an account for what we did with the salvation that we were given. And Mm -hmm. I would much rather my testimony be that I actually did something and saw it grow as opposed to, Mm. you know, well, I just kind of coasted and Mm. anyway. Sputtered across on fumes. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I like, I don't, thank you. That's really good. I don't want to sputter across the the pearly gates on fumes. Mm. Ooh, Mm -hmm. I I, got to write that down. (laughs) It's a sermon right there. High octane faith. How bad. Nice. <laughs> um, so for me, while Brad's writing down his uh, his sermon notes, um, uh, I, uh, hi, I again I was <laughs> I was similar <laughs> to you guys, and uh, with the drift and and really the vision. It's so often we think of it like in a spiritual walk, we think of it like an actual walk where you know, like you're you know you're walk. Some days you're walking, some days you're running, some days you're whatever. But the whole image of drifting is more water based, and it's actually true because 
that we think like if you're thinking of walking, when you, when you're not moving forward, you're just sitting there, right? Like if the, to go backwards, you'd have to intentionally go the other way, but that's mm. not really how life is, right? That's life is like drifting. We've all been at the beach or something. Anytime. Oh, Lucas, you're, you're sta- bringing it. You're bringing it all. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> when, when yeah, beach, I had to write this stuff like, down. Beach living. When you're standing, when you're standing in the water, like you don't go anywhere, but if you're ever on a floaty or anything at a beach, which is not that often, but if you're in a floaty and not paying attention, earning like a little boat or whatever, if you're again at the ocean, like if you're not paying attention, all of a sudden you're like way down from where you started. Yep. It doesn't feel like you are right. You're just having a great time. And all of a sudden you're like way down here. And really there's only two things that'll keep you steady when you're like in that kind of a situation. Uh, One is anchoring yourself. So actually like putting down your feet, finding a firm foundation, that'll keep you from moving. No problem. Um, Or, if you basically keep your eyes on something stationary, something that's true, right? So it could be like a, a certain thing on the beach. Like I know that if I drift past this, that's like, I mean, I need to head back, right? And that's kind of the, like, it's almost like a boundary marker. Actually, it's funny because when I was thinking of this a second ago, I was like, why have I heard this before? But in this book, I just read the new Andy Stanley one. He talks about how when he was a kid, he talks about drifting a little bit and he talks about his his dad, when they would go to the beach as kids, the first thing they would do before they went in the water was they would make up like a, like a little pyramid of, of coconuts or the stones or whatever. And that was like, listen, when you hit this point, you have to come all the way back. That way, you know, not to drift too far away. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it is with our faith, right? Most of the people don't have a crazy, like I'm leaving the faith moment, right? Most of it's just a, just drift kind of away from it. until I'm tired you know, this morning. I think I'll just stay home. Right. Yeah, exactly. The the drift of a thousand snores oh, or whatever. Sunday. I'm still tired. Hold on. The drift. <laughs> also, do you just always have that book beside you at all times in case you need to well, reference it? <laughs> no, it was it I my computer is on top of a plastic box and I keep throwing this in it because I haven't written all the notes down for me yet. Once I write down the notes, it'll be away from my computer, but I've been out of time lately. So I'll have some other sponsored posts for next week. I'm sure. Oh, good. How so. much? What's your cut? Like 25 cents a book? Or? <laughs> 25 cents. Yeah, you know, quarter, half a bone. Uh, all right. That's so, anybody, uh, any other thoughts on uh, on the on the message that you've received? No, gentlemen, you guys really brought it. That was great, Lucas. Yeah. That was good stuff. Oh, both of you. Thank you. That was good. Uh, obedience. So, uh, write down a step of obedience you need to take today or this week based on what God is revealing to you. Uh, maybe something you're already working on. Well, let's stick with yes. the nautical theme yeah, here. Yeah, very much. You know, we gotta we gotta <laughs> reorient ourselves to the to the North Star. Uh, <laughs> and I'm trying to make this funny, but also it's serious. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, you're really walking a tight line right now. <laughs> but I think that's important. You know, is to to mm. you know. What is that? What is the reorientation for you, your life? Mm. You know, where have you drifted? Uh, and what's that point that you're going to fix yourself on to get back to where you need to be? Mm-hmm. Well, get a sextant. No, a sextant. But, but you, you're really, you really are right. And both of you, like with the nautical theme, really does work well here. And Lucas, you already said it, but it's about fixing your mm. eyes ahead. So, you know, sailors you know, you fix your eyes on that star and you follow it so that your ship doesn't drift and you go off course and all mm. that kind of stuff. Right. And so for me, the point of obedience is where am I fixing my eyes? And, mm-hmm. and you, you know, you made another really good point too about there's boundaries and 
uh, like you, you know, they would put those boundary markers out, like don't step outside that. Well, mm-hmm. we have a fantastic boundary marker with the Bible. And again, I'm not trying to make it like it's the big rule book. Don't step outside mm-hmm. that. However, come on. The lifeguard's not coming outside of there. <laughs> what did you just say? Okay. Yeah. Right. Bring it back to the nautical. Sorry. Um, <laughs> anyway, like I just, I'm, I'm kind of putting those two things together and going, you know, you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus mm-hmm. and, and you, and you get into the word and find out, you know, cause the, the whole, the, the map, right. Mm-hmm. The map for life is right there to chart the course of life. That's where you're going to want to look <laughs> really leaning into the nautical. Uh, there you go. <laughs> also Fair boats. boats. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say for me, it, it's similar to that. I would say well, actually pretty much identical to that, you know, just making sure um, kind of keeping on, on track here and making sure things are going the way they're supposed to go. And just to, and not wait till you're so far gone before you kind of, you know, adjust that sort of idea. So I think, yeah, just, just making sure that I'm not, coasting because the, the problem is it's never like a decision to do it it's more of just a matter of the fact that life gets busy and then you don't do one thing or don't do another and you're just not making the main thing the main thing mm. and that's when things get into trouble right i know if, as, I, even at work like whenever i make a dumb mistake at work i'm always like i know i knew deep down i should have been paying closer attention to that email i was writing or to that thing i was doing and i made some little mistake and it kind of got and someone's like oh yeah you made a mistake in this thing or you did this thing and i'm like ah and I knew I should have been paying more attention. I was rushing and it always leads to problems. I, I got to toss this in because it just hit me. I'm not trying to interrupt, but I did it anyway. Uh, <laughs> and I apologize. Um, paying closer attention is an ongoing thing. It's not, you know, it's not just that oh, I paid close attention today and that was good. It, it, <laughs> yeah. it's, it is moment by moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an active, uh, an active phrase. And every one of us, no matter where we are in our faith today, whether we're you know, way further along or just beginning, all of us mm. are, are being called to pay closer attention and we can all do that. Anyway, yeah. there's my obedience. Very good. Uh, and last up, we have repentance. Write down any confession that God reveals to you in this passage. If applicable, write down any steps you are taking towards to turn away from the sin for the purpose of walking in holiness. And uh, prayer, which is spending time thanking the Lord for all of his blessings. Pray for anything and anyone uh, he lays on your heart. Write down your prayers. And those are two steps we normally do kind of privately. But if you guys want to throw anything out, feel free. Any thoughts? I will just say that I'm thankful that when I was drifting, the lifeguard left the 99 on the beach and came for me. Nice. 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 Nailed it. (laughs) Two-point conversion or whatever Holt says when he was trying to do sports analogies. All right, Lucas, bear with me. Am I okay to just intro and toss to you and then you can do the rest? I'll take it. All right. Well, then we are going to toss to Lucas and his new segment entitled The Best and the Rest. All right. Uh, I assume this song is over. I heard one little stinger and then nothing. So I said, okay, we're good. I'm live. All right. So I was coming up with an idea for a, I had an idea for a segment and we'll see how it goes this week, but I think it's one that it could have some legs if it goes well. So guys make sure it goes well. 
and the best and the rest is basically I'm going to give you a category and you have to give me the best version of that category you've ever experienced and the worst version of that. So if I said like meal, it would be, oh, the best meal I ever had was da 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 da. And then, oh, the worst one I ever had was da 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 da. And usually there's going to be probably funny or wisdom or maybe both on either end of that. So uh, today's category, and I let the guys know ahead of time because it's it can be a hard one to think up off right off the dome. Uh, but the category for best and the rest for today is advice. So we're going to start with what's the best advice you've ever been given. And I said, it did not have to be like person to person. Like you got sat down going out for coffee and someone told you to your face, it could be something you've read, something you've heard, that sort of just general advice. What's the best? What's the worst? So let's start with the best. Uh, Brad, what's some of the best advice you've ever been given? Uh, best, the best advice I've, I actually write down in the front part of my Bible, um, things like, you know, high octane faith. And, and then I like all, all of these types of things. Like I write that stuff down to remember. And I first started doing that, uh, when this was said to me and it, it changed my trajectory in ministry, um, because I was failing horribly. Um, it pastor, pastor John, John Tremblett, uh, mm-hmm. sat down on a, on the, my couch in my living room when we lived in Bloomfield and we were having a heart to heart conversation. I was one year into ministry with him. And if I'm just being a hundred percent transparent, I was taking advantage of the freedom that I had as a pastor with my time. You tracking with what I'm saying here? Mm-hmm. A little lazy. Let's just at the death of a thousand snores. <laughs> Um, yeah. type of thing. A lot of callbacks to earlier episode people go back and listen if you don't, if you're not tracking <laughs> with me. And, and so we were sitting there talking and, and I've got to give it to him because the guy actually cared about me, but he said this, mm. uh, he said, um, Brad, it has to be a passion in you. And then he said, if it's not no hard feelings, we'll go our separate ways. But if it is, then you know, we'll continue and, and all that. But, but, you know, I, I, I felt called when I was a teenager and went through this journey of faith and you guys have been a part of that with me, but it wasn't until that specific moment that I actually wrestled with, is this really in me? Is this call really in me? Is this passion for, for people and, you know, proclaiming Christ really, really, is that really a passion? And so the best, adv- you know, it, it's kind of, it's not really advice and yet it kind of is, it's more of a, uh, an invitation. But when you tossed this out, that was the first thing that went through my brain was it has to be a passion in you. Uh, mm. And I've never, there have been pivotal moments for me along the way that have changed me, but that was the beginning one for me. And I've never been able to shake that. Well, awesome. nor, nor would I want to. Mm. <laughs> I've tried. This is just, just, oh. <laughs> all right. And uh, I, I was trying to decide if I want to do all the good ones and then all the bad ones or good, bad, good, bad. And I think maybe I'll break it up and do good, bad, good, bad. Okay. So what's the worst advice you've ever received? Fantastic. All right. Thank you, Lucas. Uh, it's nice to be here. And um, the worst advice I've ever been given, I had to write this down, uh, don't wash your jeans. Uh, that advice comes from Ralph Lauren. <laughs> It came back to bite you, did it? Well, it's just stupid. I'm sorry. Like, uh, it, well, like, why wouldn't you wash your jeans? 
you wear your jeans, but apparently don't want them to fade. Well, that's just it. Apparently, like high end jeans, you're not supposed to wash. And and I'm thinking like I've got kids. I play around like I I. You're probably not supposed to wear the high end jeans when you're playing with your kids. <laughs> that's true. But, you have a pair of Levi's for that. What? Around the house jeans. Wait, not Le- going out jeans. Levi's aren't the high end. Oh, brother. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Save your Levi's for going out. Save your Wranglers for in the house. And so like, <laughs> I used to, I, I would like, I try to get two days out of jeans, uh, you know, thinking that I was doing a big favor to Ralph Lauren and, and the big jeans. <laughs> but like, it's just ridiculous because you're wearing dirty clothes the next day. So I, I and it, it seems to me that that's bad business for them. Because you would yeah. think, you would think you would want to promote like dist- you know a planned obsolescence. Wash, Wash them every single time. Every, t- every like if he's you look- passionate about jeans, okay. But I, <laughs> that's I, right. He's not in it for the income. He's in it for the outcome. And it just it just as someone who likes being clean and and you know pre- presentable, it, the idea of going in <laughs> dirty jeans. But like not even just a couple of days, but like the life cycle of these jeans. If someone were to look at me, those jeans have never been washed. From the moment I bought them at Walmart to now, those jeans have never been washed. And they've been through a lot. That just seems gross like, and like the worst are possible you, Are you like one of those people who like skis in their jeans and like play soccer in your jeans? I do like- everything in my jeans. Like <laughs> I remember as a kid when my mom transitioned to me from sweatpants to jeans and how much I didn't want to. But once I got into jeans, I never went back to the sweats. It wasn't until my 36th year on this earth last week that I put on a pair of sweatpants for the first time. Can't stop wearing them now. Didn't realize they were so comfortable. Um, but like I knew I was going to be on camera tonight, so I still wore jeans even though no one can see them. But it's a confidence thing. They we were, can tell. They were washed last night. I wash my hey, jeans every Ralph day. Lauren. But that's the worst <laughs> advice, Ralph Lauren. Shame on you. Influence right. young mind. Uh, so Brad living a pretty uh, pretty blessed life. The worst advice he's ever gotten was jeans related. Okay, Andrew, uh, how about you? What's the best advice you've ever been given? All right. So I uh, I told the guys earlier I was really struggling with this. Um, mm-hmm. I have terrible terrible like memory recall, especially like <laughs> just events like that. Uh, so uh, I I did spend some some time thinking about this, and I kind of narrowed it down. Uh, uh, to a Bible verse, actually. And uh, it is Ephesians 4.26, and you probably will know this one, but uh, it's the verse that says, do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. Uh, And you could also kind of take the Bible verse out of it and just say, like, don't go to bed or angry in relation to uh, your spouse. Mm -hmm. And I just find that to be... (laughs) Great, great advice. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, in some ways, if you're allowing, you know, some kind of issue or, or anger to to go with you into the night, you're almost, I don't want this to sound too harsh, but you're almost being a coward and not dealing with whatever that issue is. Um, you're also letting it fester. You're also uh, opening it up to more issues coming from it uh, because you're not addressing it. Uh, if you have the opportunity to address it, you know, you should be addressing it. And I think it's just, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, it's. I don't think. I don't think this has been a big issue for me over over the many years. But uh, it's something to good, I think, to remember. And you know, mm. when Tiffany and I have disagreements or anything like that, we always do our best to address those before we hit the hay. Yeah. And uh, I think that it's good that you're not waking up the next day and like. Oh right, we're mad. angry. We're, we're still fighting, or you know, uh, and, and you remember till half with your day. breakfast, so it's a nice breakfast until you remember yeah. you're mad. Like, oh yeah, I gotta be mad. Yeah. Anyways, I think that's just good advice. Yeah, that is good advice. And how about the worst advice you've ever been given? Go to bed angry. So, yeah. yeah <laughs> go to worst. bed angry. Hold <laughs> on to your grudges. Bank so this it. Is, this is kind of like. Uh, again, this isn't from like a specific person. This is more just like cultural advice. Uh, but uh, this is kind of, I mean, I, I almost feel like I'm going to steal this from Lucas, but maybe not. Uh, but just like, is this from a leadership fin- book? No, no, this <laughs> is financial, <laughs> financial advice. And uh, basically uh, debt's okay. Everybody's got it. It's okay if you have it too. Oh, wait, and- what's the matter with that? <laughs> I'll I'll send you his book. You'll, you'll be fine. Uh, I've already well, got two. I I just don't think it's. I, I mean, I don't want to like. Just just say it, man. <laughs> it, this is you. Listen, this is your experience. Well, I mean, we, I personally and Tiffany, I you know, we've worked really hard to to get to where we are, and I mean, we still have you know debt and things like that, but. Uh, young me really really you know made some mistakes that you know we had to deal with uh for many years and so um that attitude of like oh you know everybody's got it it's fine you know mm-hmm. it's not fine <laughs> you know it it causes a lot of issues you know over many years and uh you know that's money that could be going elsewhere and you know mm-hmm. things like that so I, mean, I don't want to get too far into it but mm-hmm. Uh, we've worked really hard over the years to to pay off bills and get to where we are, and I'm really proud of that. Um, uh-huh. So it's more like fighting against culture. Yeah, fight fight the man. Well, I really feel like I phoned it in with the whole jeans thing. Wow. <laughs> um, well, I'll hop in then, and uh, I'll start with my negative because it is basically the same thing. Jeans, um, eh? and it is <laughs> good. <grief>. No. <laughs> Don't get me started on jeans. <laughs> no, it just the whole. And again, it's 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 not a specific person. Like I said, it's very much a cultural thing. But you bump into people all the time who say it. Basically, like, well, you only you could die tomorrow, so you might as well go out and buy that boat. Can't today, take it with you. Can't take it with you. Just no U-Hauls behind a hearse, so I can stack up bad decision after bad decision. And although I do love the quote, you know, money can't buy you happiness, but I've never seen one seen someone sat on a jet ski. I do like that quote <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but uh, but you know, I've bumped into so many people, and hey, I've you know, down the line, they money. never. He's writing like, oh, in the Bible. So <laughs> That's, right. That's right. You got that. Some extra note pages. Uh, so that to me, that just and you covered all the reasons, right? It, it's super cultural, and in our culture, we're like we're especially this time we're super like we love 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 debt um but that's that's not me it never really was me that much but it's super not me now now i'm like super like no fun to be around about it uh and then for best advice and i was trying to think of like a time like an actual human being gave me like sat me down and gave me a pearl of wisdom and i've had some of those i'm sure but i was trying to think of 
like advice that like constantly kind of rings around in my head. And it's uh, one that I, I think I heard on a podcast actually. And basically it just kind of sums down some, it's summed up by when you're trying to make a decision, what will you wish you had done tomorrow? Right. And that's, and that's what I'm always like, when you're looking back, like what, what will future you wish you had done? So whether that's tomorrow or next week or next year, and you make your decision based on that, not based on what you want right now. So it's like, well, I could, I could, you know, stay up late playing video games, or I could spend time with my wife. It's like, okay, well, what do I want to do? I don't want to play video games with my friends or whatever. It's like, well, what tomorrow, what will you wish you had done? Like, I kind of wish, I'll probably wish I had spent more time with Melissa. Mm -hmm. Now I still do play lots of video games, but that's, but the idea still rings true. And I've actually, I apply that probably at least once a day to, to like my life and to say like, well, what will tomorrow, what will tomorrow Lucas wish I had done today? Mm -hmm. Uh, And that helps a lot because it divorces you from the, like the actual having to do it part of it when you're trying to make the decision. That's like, Um, sorry, I just want to, Tiffany and I always have a thing where we don't do something or there's a problem and we say that's future Tiffany and Andrew's problem. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. It's kind of the opposite of that, but yeah, Yeah. I've definitely done that too. Uh, And then the, and I, I'm going to kind of cheat and have another one that's been more popular this year. I've actually, I really like the quote and I put, I actually printed it off in color on cardstock, put it in a frame and put it on my wall because it's, it's advice I need to hear. Um, and it's, I'm pretty sure it's by Craig Rochelle and it's, uh, all your big problems are small problems that got ignored. Um, so, and and that's, especially at at work, like, it's so easy to be like, I don't really want to deal with that right now. Or I don't really feel like having that conversation or, oh, whatever. And I'm like, you can let it fester. It's not going to you 90% of the time. It's not going to go away and it's not going to get easier. It's only going to get harder. So I, that's my little uh, self admonition or whatever. So I think I'm going to try to keep that one space. And it's right across from my desk. Like most people wouldn't see it in my office unless they came in and like did a 180 and looked around. But I think I'm going to try to put good advice in there. Like maybe I'll switch it up every year or something. Uh, give my, find some pearls of wisdom, but uh, there you go. That wraps up the best and the, the best in the rest. All right. Well, gentlemen, thank you very much. This has been a fun episode. A lot of laughs, a lot of confusion on gene culture. Boats. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for taking the last uh, almost an hour and spending it with us. We really appreciate it. And guys, thank you so much. Folks, if you want to find out more about our podcast, you can do so by checking out our website, www.oxfordholyclub.com. And from there, you can browse whatever and find us on all the social medias that matter. We are definitely there, though we don't post. But know know that we're there. So uh, listen, keep spiritually fit and have fun.